break, draft, trade. Preseason is underway by the time you're hearing this. These are things you want to be looking at that are happening during preseason. I'm like, wow, I will cut a lot <laughs> out of the garbage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's the reason people listen to podcasts on one and a half X speed. It's because they don't want to listen to mm-hmm. you, the dead space, while you think. Like, nobody, right. nobody's here to listen to that. Like, all that's cut out. Like, this is designed to be listened to at one X speed because I've taken out the parts you, that are the reason why you've had forward fabulous yay <laughs> i went through the teams and just just like if there's anything i would be watching during preseason i'd be curious about that's gonna affect somebody's fantasy value potentially between now and then and the week one of ambiguous all right i might have to scratch that that sounds weird <laughs> <laughs> No, I think that was with us. I just might have taken it out. Really? I remember him saying that because I because I'm a huge Wizard of Oz fan, and it's the horse of a different color. Oh, okay, so. yeah, I guess we were the only ones that talked about him cutting it. I'm ambiguous. <laughs> Thanks. The horse of a different color. Why didn't you say so? Come on in. It totally it totally made sense. But like, yeah. <laughs> Rondale Moore. Wait, who's supposed to be unlocked? Rondale Moore. Rondale. Mm-hmm. Golly, Rondale Wandale is too confusing. Yeah. He's just a little more. It always makes you wonder which one you're really talking about. Stop. <laughs> right. You ask we little wabbit. Did I say <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Are you recording? Yes. Of course I am. This is the best part. (laughs) And I have to edit out all the parts that are going to get us canceled and just leave enough to be funny. Yeah. All the parts that are offensive. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Okay. And remember. Remember, Noble. Remember remember what? I need to know. Break, draft, trade. Gaskin. Let's just go ahead and get him out of the way. Amon Ra. You're talking about earlier. Yeah, I was legitimately confused when somebody comped, like, I forget which rescue was, it might have been Dabs, he comped on some Amon Ross St. Brown. Is is that good? It's supposed to be good. Both fourth round picks, they're both supposed to be route technicians. They're both slow. Like, slow is an understatement. Mm-hmm. Not athletic, and the only reason they're here in the NFL is because they're really good at running routes. Dubs is three inches taller. Amon was an early declare. They're both really close to the same age now. They were both picked in the same round. So if he's three inches taller, he's even slower than that. So, um... (laughs) What? (laughs) If somebody's, like, taller and, like, the same speed, they're, like, slower because they don't have as much limb to move. They have uh, more limb to move. Their steps are bigger. On the contrary, they have a better speed score. I I don't think that's right. (laughs) Better height-adjusted speed score. They have longer legs, which means they need to take less steps. Yeah, so they should be theoretically faster. (laughs) What Papa is implying is that they move their legs slower, though they travel the same distance over the same amount of time. Right. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's a new speed score. (laughs) Change this, change that, change this, change that. I'm like, I'm going to go with somebody else. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Oh, I I went into it. Getting into it. It's just like, I'm just... When you have to be the decider who gets to play and who doesn't get to play and who has to leave, who gets kicked out, who gets replaced, and who fills, you're the one that everybody blames. This guy got caught up in the process, didn't get selected, and has held it against me for an entire year. But you never <laughs> answered me. Stop bringing that up. And what were you doing? I'm sorry. Oh.
<laughs> I tried. I took him kind of early because Nick told me. <laughs> you want to create a queue the length of the draft before the draft starts. That's never going to happen. So you know right off the bat who you're looking at. It's always good to just go in with your own rankings and then go from there. MVS was all the way down there in one of our drafts, Papa, and I missed mm -hmm. out on him. So it's like you make your queue, you don't miss people. I didn't pick Gaskin. <laughs> I could have, but I didn't. Yet. <laughs> Yet. We are looking at the ambiguous position groups on various teams that we'll be watching during preseason. And that's why I'm telling you to explain it like a three-year-old, so but don't use ambiguous. What to watch for in preseason. Okay. Players? Specific? No, coaches. For fantasy. <laughs> Specific fans. Referees. <laughs> Yep, this episode is about how we're keeping our ear to the ground for alternate jersey announcements. Yeah, like who's the Bears wide receiver okay. too? Okay, so positions that haven't really been set. Is it Fuller or OBJ? Byron Pringle or Tony Cheez-It? Ambiguous. <laughs> Alright, are you ready for intros? I have no intros. Our intro is, there is no intro. Boo. I'm sorry! <laughs> Welcome back to the Rank Draft Trade Podcast. Today, we are going to be discussing some positions that haven't quite yet been figured out. Looking into preseason, maybe making some educated guesses who may be filling those positions. Nope, just facts. <laughs> just facts. And to give us our facts, <laughs> we have three of the smartest fantasy football brains in the business. We have our fantasy brain, Mr. Magic Mike. Good morning. Hey, hello. Good morning. Mike just woke up from a nap. He's a little confused if it's 7 a.m. or 7 p.m. Getting there. I'm ready to go to work. <laughs> oh, Clark Kent just entered the chat. Henry St. Clair. Hello. How's it going? <laughs> Henry. <laughs> I always love Henry's hellos. And, of course, our Nick James, our Iowa in the NFL, say hello. Hello, the queen. <laughs> hello, the queen. The queen, me, Gina Noble, your host of the Ranked Draft Trade podcast. Okay, so... <laughs> Let's get this party started. Anybody want to jump in here? That was, that was very party-like. That was very party-like. Whoa. I could sing, but we all know. Whoa. Adam Shaheen traded. Wow. <laughs> yes, yeah, so for Broken, actually, it's kind of breaking news. Broken news from last week. There we go. <laughs> Q Henry's broken news. Broken news is Beckton out for the year. Yes. The Dolphins trade tight end Adam yes. Shaheen for a sixth round pick to the Texans. Did you have to Google him? Adam Sheehan and a seventh for a sixth. That's a big trade-up. Yes. That is a big trade-up. Huge. I don't actually even know who he is. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't admit that, but... But what it kind of does is it makes the Texans tight ends a little ambiguous. Anyone that, like, thought Brevin Jordan was the next Kyle Pitts from last year, he's not. So don't get your heads up. Did you guys watch MTV back in the day? There was, like, this bus, and it was, like, called Next. And, All like, the time. Step off the bus and they'd be like, next. I don't remember that. That's the importance level of this trade to me. Oh. I don't remember that either. <laughs> so important we don't remember it. <laughs> next. Next news bit. Next. 
This is where we need to cue thank you next. Who sings that? Ariana Grande? Ariana Grande, yes. <laughs> Henry's like, Ariana, I got this one. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm on top of that. <laughs> That's on his mixtape. I actually saw her live in concert once. You it was did? awkward. Yeah, it was mid. W once <laughs> is okay. Twice I would have been a little disappointed. <laughs> I made Craig watch the Nukas on the Block in concert, I think, three <laughs> times, and I was like, I might have to take your man card away for this. I, I was one of the only ones that wasn't a team teenage girl there. It yeah. was weird. <laughs> did you go by yourself? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> Nick, wait a minute. Why were you at this concert? Was it like a date? That's what she wanted okay, to see. Okay. I was like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this all just got really weird. We're sorry. Yeah. Awkward. Awkward. <laughs> all right. Brought to you by Kids Bop today. <laughs> Okay. Moving right along. She wants to see that, or she wants to see new kids on the block. Who am I to judge her? No. Was that a shot at me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. With no judgment, though. Yes. Oh, there's judgment. There's always judgment. All right, so let's get into fantasy football talk, shall we? <laughs> let's not. <laughs> I need to take the heat off of myself. Where do we want to start? The top. At the top. Good place to start. Mike, you start it. What am I starting? We haven't even named a topic. Yeah, I know. Ambiguous positions. For 100, please. <laughs> easy, easy, easy money. For 100. Easy, yeah. No whammies, no whammies. <laughs> Who would be the whammy? <laughs> hmm. Ambiguous positions. Wide back. What is it? Who knows? It's Lions wide receivers. All right. For 100. For 100, please. Lions wide receivers for one, one, 100. <laughs> Big money, no whammies. Who is Amon Ross St. Brown? Oh, you went there! Number one! Mm. Henry. Mm. Amon Ross might be a buy right now because people don't want him because he's like the wide receiver three or four on that team, but with Jamison Williams hurt. You'd think that, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, you would think that. Some people are still high on him, I think. <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, just about it. I've heard uh, wide receiver one and above Hawkinson on Twitter. What? Uh, yes, yes I have. I mean, some of the worst takes on Twitter have the most followers. It's crazy. That's what I'm saying. I sold Amon for a 23 first straight this week. Nice. Huge, huge win. People are still high on him. Wait a minute. Was that a team I'm on with you? Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think in all likelihood, Shark is the wide receiver one on that team until Jamison's healthy, and then Jamison's going to be taking whatever spot Amon Ra thinks he has there. You still have Hawkinson. You still have Swift. What about Shark, though? He's been flashing. Amon Ra is a slot guy. Even when it was awful in Detroit last year, Amon Ra was still the slot guy. It was like, let's put Josh Reynolds and Kaderil Hodge outside. Was Khalifa Raymond was the outside receiver. Hey, he had a couple weeks. The social media team for the Lions definitely loves Chark because there's been like three diving catches from camp that they put on social media. And then obviously, you know, Jameson isn't going to start the season. Amon Ra has a chance to come out and be at least decent at the beginning of the year. Uh, we'll see who gets injured where and if he's able to rise to relevance again. There's some hope for Amon Ra. He's not a terrible player. It's just the opportunity could be limited at times. No, but when Sleeper and 
fantasy pros have him projected as wide receiver 20, mm-hmm. there's a bit of a problem with that to me. Yeah. It's when Ayuk is projected wide receiver 41 and Amon Ra is wide receiver 20. Like, mm, give me the better quarterback. Sight unseen relatively of Trey Lance. Definitely better than Goff. And Ayuk wide receiver 2 versus wide receiver 3 for Amon Ra St. Brown. Fourth round pick versus first round pick. Athlete versus slot wide receiver, whatever you want to call that. I don't know what it is. I just love hearing Henry say Trey Lance is better than somebody yeah. else. Like he's like, he's definitely better than God. Definitely better than God. <laughs> I mean, it's a low bar to me. I mean. Before it was like, Jimmy G might be better than Lance, and now it's like... Oh, he still might be. He still very well might be. No, it's like, Lance is definitely better than Goff, but then it's like, Jimmy G or Goff. Henry, I have to reconsider our friendship with all of this Amon Rahe is all I'm saying. <laughs> Over the last six weeks of the year, I was talking to Iowa about this, he averaged 11 targets a game. That put him on a pace above what Cooper Cup got last year. That is simply not going to happen. You don't know that. Who else was out those last six weeks? DeAndre Swift, TJ Hawkinson. Everybody. Who was playing at tight end? I don't know his name, but he was Brock something. I remember it was Brock somebody. (laughs) Brock Lesnar. Osweiler. It was not Brock Lesnar or Osweiler. Yeah, it's like Amon Ra is going to get hyper-targeted if they have... 30 pass attempts a game, he's getting all of them in that game. But yeah, you said it. So much more competition in the wide receiver room. Swift and Hawkinson are both good for about 8 targets a game. It's something I don't want a ton of, even though I do like Shark at value. It's super hopeful. It's like after the year, please leave Detroit or Detroit get a new quarterback. I feel like we can't stop this segment before I go baby Shark. Do, 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 mm-hmm. do. <laughs> we just have yeah, to do baby that. Baby Shark could be granddaddy Shark. Ooh. And uh, Jamison Williams was like the fastest wide receiver in the draft. He's nearly twice as fast as a Monroe. You guys are just doing this on purpose at this point. That's not a, that's not a real stat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is. That's a real stat. Excited for next year. I'm very excited. And for the roster spot that he is currently providing. Well, Nick definitely owns the most shares of Amon Ra because we're in a lot of teams together. Hmm. <laughs> mm, maybe just those teams, but yes. <laughs> definitely more than me. I'm done with this topic because you guys are being hateful to my man, the Ray of Sunshine. And okay. so we're moving on. Let's move on to Green Bay. Green Bay wide receivers. There's been Mm. some interesting talk coming out of the Green Bay camps. Romeo Dubs looking pretty good. Looking big. (laughs) What, Watson is on the the puppy list? Yes. Yeah, Jawan Winfrey, camp standout. I mean, it's uh, he's a (laughs) Hall of Famer. This is not a team we're going to know anything about until week one. Rodgers isn't playing preseason. The Packers are going to come out week one. It's going to be wildly different week one to week two to week three. And then you're actually you're going to know what their team is. And you know that Rodgers is going to come out on week one and maybe not play his greatest and everybody is going to panic. And lose. <laughs> Isn't that the way it went last year? They were like, oh, this is terrible. Yeah, they're like, oh, no off season. And then all of a sudden it was like, you know, he's back. Yeah, they lost to the Saints. Yeah. Yeah. N- then Nicolas Cage showed up and it was all MVP, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but right now it, it looks like Dubs is like the, the standout in all reality. And then Lazard is the other X and Z, Lazard and Dubs. And then Cobb in the slot is what it sounds like currently. That is definitely going to change. Do we think Sammy Watkins is going to have a standout week one? Probably. Probably bet against them this year on that. Mike, why not? 
that. Come on. I'll bet against him. It's a 50-50 chance. <laughs> I, I really like Lazard and Watson there. I, pretty much anyone else I don't really have much interest in. I think those two could be relevant. Mm-hmm. Dubs I'd probably be selling right now off of Camp Hype. It's kind of crazy. Everyone's like, there, there's nobody else playing on the field, but like, you know, he's flashing at camp, so everybody knows his name right now. A guy he probably took in the fourth round. It's really slow, so I've been trying to unload him where I can. I mean, I've been seeing him going for like second round picks, and that's above what his ceiling is going to be anyway. That was what my question was going to be is uh, what do you think you could get as much as? Because I sent out a round of second round picks for dubs to no avail immediately at least, but kind of curious what the cash out price might be. So you were sending seconds to get dubs? Or oh, you were no, sending- no, no, no. Dumping dubs. I have a decent chunk of dubs. Yeah. I mean, we all like taking a dart throw at a second mm-hmm. Green Bay wide receiver. We were taking him in the fourth round and now at the camp hype and him jumping up draft boards and everybody knowing his name. And for me, it's a good opportunity to kind of cash out on that late dart throw, save a roster spot, and, you know, get more value than he probably will ever be worth. Torre? What's his name, Henry? <laughs> Samari Torre from Nebraska. He's older than Pickett. <laughs> He's so old. <laughs> he went to, like, four different colleges. You guys love your age. He's older than Pickett. He's older than Burrow. <laughs> yeah, Vilas Jones is a nice topic. 25 years old, third-round pick. Mm-hmm. It's like, why? The very oldest person in our ranks <laughs> as a rookie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very excited to see Christian Watson back on the field at some point because uh, someone has to be making plays on the field. He's currently not available. Watkins was unavailable for a while. Someone had to be catching passes at some point and get hype. Just happened to be dubs. Somebody's got to be the practice champion. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Someone's got to make a play in practice from time to time. Hey, sometimes that's just got to be your role. Don't doubt dubs. Don't dub him the champion just yet. Still a third round rookie pick? Maybe late second, early Ooh. third. Because uh, like Mechie mm-hmm. had his whole fall off problem. Fall off problem? Leukemia. That sounds like a problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, then there were a couple other guys like Corral, obviously, seems like not someone you'd want to take in the second. Or, and, you know, he wasn't really going there, but it's like, I don't know who else. But honestly, I was still kind of thinking I could take him, Willis, in the second. And the further we got from the NFL draft, the more I realized I'm so dumb for thinking that any quarterback drafted outside of the first or second round is going to be worth anything like i wouldn't take either one in the second round now and that's unpopular for like malik who still yep. still went in the second in one of my drafts that's going on right now keeping in mind henry is never wrong he's just early <laughs> yep that's what he tells the ladies so me oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he tells his mom to tell the ladies <laughs> Mm-hmm. He got there first. But for, for the record, I did jump ship on Mond last year after his interview, and I jumped ship on Corral after his interviews. I don't think I have. I have, like, two Corral shares of, like, 51 leagues. Well, if Baker sucks as much as it seems like he might, it's not like Darnold's greater. There's a chance. An ideal taxi guy where your taxis lock, and you're probably not calling him up this year, and it's someone you might want next year, Matt Corral. If you have him, it's not like you're cutting him. He's yep. definitely someone you want to throw down there for taxi a perfect candidate because if darnold and mayfield mm. start the year like four and 11 for the panthers they're mm. like might as well see what we have before we draft a quarterback in the top five which we're going to do anyways mm-hmm. or maybe baker's just good enough maybe if uh i wouldn't bet on him playing week one baker yeah i think he'd play week one i don't think it's going to be darnold i don't think they're going to go out and get him and add another quarterback with what they've been trying to do since like what week four last year is bringing the quarterbacks to play at in carolina it's not really like they 
went out and got him. It's like they were the last chair, and they were like, here, please take him for anything. Yeah. Like, we'll give you a fifth, and you pay half his contract. Or was it a sixth or something? I don't know. Yeah. It was super irrelevant. They almost, like, picked him up off the streets, basically. It wasn't like they went out and got him. It's hard to spin as a ringing endorsement for Darnold. And we're getting closer to that point where the season is almost today. Oh, we're a month away. month away, for sure. When I'm at the game week two, I think I think I'll be seeing Baker. I think you're gonna be able to play either one at some point this year. Got to get both. Whether Mayfield starts the year and then gets hurt or sucks or they start losing. What about T Marsh? Terrace Marshall. Oh yeah. Uh, I got into a conversation the other day about having a ton of Javante Williams and wanting to will him into the top five RBs this year. It's Terrace Marshall. I want to will him into being the wide receiver two for the Panthers. <laughs> I would love it. I'd be so happy. It's like, please, one of these quarterbacks, please don't suck and throw the ball to Terrace Marshall. I, I loved him last year. I drafted him a ton, and it was really disappointing, but I have not given up hope yet. So, Noble, we basically got up to touching on Terrace Marshall. Okay. In all the naughty places. Great. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, where are we touching him? <laughs> okay. Wow. Things really got exciting after I left. <laughs> So, <laughs> did you buy him dinner first? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's touch him. <laughs> are we done touching him or are we continuing? <laughs> Who knows who's going to be his quarterback, but he might be the wide receiver too. And that's exciting. That's very exciting. Even if Robbie spells his name differently this year. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, Robbie earlier talked about maybe retiring or whatever. Sounds like it'll probably be his last year. So, even if not this year, Terrace Marshall, third year, seems like he would be primed for an opportunity at the very least. But he didn't hit the 525 last year. He can't be relevant. The 525, is that a receiving yardage mark? or? Yeah, it's like a rookie receiving yardage mark for a first and second round receiver. If they don't hit that, then they're highly unlikely to ever be relevant. Except for except for like the most relevant guys, you know, like Devontae Adams and uh, yes. all those guys. Except yeah. the outliers. <laughs> like Chris Godwin, you know, like all the outliers. It's on a lot of Reddit posts. Like People like live by it. They, uh, they declared Terrace Marshall dead because he didn't hit that and they're like oh even accounts for injury so even if he was out for the year they're like oh he can't be good get rid of him (laughs) throw him away yeah we're done yep stop touching him Yep, everyone in hindsight always likes to discount the outliers, but the truth is is that if you're an all-star, if you're a pro bowl or better player, you are an outlier just by virtue of being that good. Yep. Okay. So so do we like him? We like Terrace Marshall? Definitely not worth cutting. <laughs> Definitely not worth cutting. I'm not actively trading for him. If I have roster space in the league and I can get him as a throne, I absolutely will. Mm-hmm. I'm not paying anything significant for him, especially since I have him and it's not a leaks to begin with. Yeah, and I'm not giving him away. Yeah, and I'm definitely not cutting him and I'm not being the guy throwing him in. Mm-hmm. So we're just kind of watching keeping an eye on him. He's priming. He's priming on our bench. Yeah. Okay. He's someone where I think if you're selling him now you're probably not selling him for as much as he could be worth because if he comes out week one and he gets 90% of snaps as in all the wide receiver two sets he might be worth more than he is today. But he's someone who I've twa- traded away twice. Twaded. Yep. <laughs> you twaded him. And it wasn't even Wandell Robinson. <laughs> I was like, and we're back. Uh, speaking of ambiguous teams and whatnot, the, the Patriots trying to figure out what the heck they're ever doing. But lots of talk I see on Twitter over Ramondre Stevenson and um, that he could be the big winner in New England. I mean, he could be. You guys agree with that? I mean, who 
like it's anybody's guess who the big winner is in New England. It's week to week. It's Damian Harris. The, yeah. I really don't think the New England backfield is as ambiguous as people think. They just don't like that it's one of the earliest committees since they didn't have like I guess what Curtis Martin. Like after that, they never had anybody that good. It's going to be a guy that runs the football on the early downs, and then a guy who is in a pass catching role. And you're going to have a guy that spells either of those guys. It's really not a complicated situation. It's going to be whoever wins. Probably going to be Damian Harris, but with Stevenson getting goal line work and some some uh, early rushing down work to go ahead and spell him, and then you'll have a guy in the pass catching role. You know, it's just figuring out exactly who that's going to be going into this season. I mean, right now, I'm sure we're probably all hopeful it's Pierre Strong, maybe going into the third down role there. Uh, it's not going to be James White. I try to stay away from New England running backs altogether, if I'm being honest. That is wise. Yeah, I, I, I don't go after them. Yeah. Because if you're, if you're starting any of them, you're losing. Yeah. After LeGarrette Blount season in my first ever fantasy football, I was like, this isn't going to work. Correct. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> New England. <laughs> I don't know necessarily that you can pace last year's offense on this year's offense and say it's going to be necessarily the same thing. I do think Damian Harris is the clear favorite there. I know Ramadre Stevenson has some pretty sweet advanced metric stats on a per-touch basis where it's like, hey, maybe there's something there. They obviously spent two draft picks on running backs this year. The fact that it, it might be a little bit different offense this year, Pierre Strong is the only one that's fast. Like everyone else, it ha- offers different skill sets, but they aren't the big fast ones. Pierre Strong is also a good pass catcher. So you have the potential James White role, and James White has been something where something that's super sexy, but it, you look at the up at the end of the year and it's an RB2. Hopefully, maybe Pierre Strong, something like that, even if it's not the same offense or maybe even better, but but it's something where all those shares other than Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson are cheap. You're not losing a whole lot by taking a shot to, oh, boom. I got Pierre Strong. He was a fourth round draft pick in the draft we're doing right now. Boom. He ends up being the most valuable back this year. And no one knew it was coming because that's the Patriot way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really, he's probably not going to be like a, you know, guy you're putting in your running back slot, but he might be like a streamable flex option if he goes ahead and picks up that role. Yeah. You're going to pick every every week incorrectly and to lose because every of it. Week. It's it's the Rex Burkhead, Jonas Gray, LeGarrette Blunt. Oh. Yeah, I luckily don't get that, you know, problem. I usually don't have running backs from that range. And that's why it's whatever you paid for the Patriots RB, it's too much period. I do the whole fool me once thing, you know, that's on you. Fool me twice, that's on me. Like, Yeah, unless you get, like, the last one, like Pierre Strong. It's, like, fourth-round pick. If he winds up being the guy, awesome, somehow. But it's, like, I don't want to pay anything more than an absolute free last roster spot price. I wasted my 5% chance at a rosterable player by picking Pierre Strong. Yep. (laughs) Bummer. Too much. All right, who do we want to talk about next? Next. Pick somebody, anybody, next. Famous ice skating move. Yes, the Pumchenko, <laughs> the cutting edge mm-hmm. of the football world. The fastest edge cutting RB in the Chiefs' backfield? Yay! <laughs> you made it work. <laughs> 
Jarek McKinnon's put on roster spot notice, basically. Maybe Ronald Jones, but probably not. I don't know. Obviously, they're just like looking at any reason not to be hyping Clyde Edwards Hilaire right now. And for what it's worth, he's been running with the ones, Pacheco. So it could be something where this is the one guy in those fourth and fifth rounds who ends up being worth something. I mean, in a draft we were just doing, we took him in the third in a draft where none of the guys I normally like there are there, but something where it could be Darwin Thompson, it could be Jamal Charles, who knows? Ooh, Jamal Charles. <laughs> you like him? I like him. Larry Johnson, Reese Holmes. I like that whole era of Chiefs running backs. Mm-hmm. As long as Darwin's theory isn't in effect. Henry looks deep in thought. <laughs> I think it's a bit overblown. The exact report was like he's working a bit with the first team. It's like how the Raiders were playing Jacobs in the Hall of Fame game. It's like these are running backs. I think KC is going to use a rotation again, and you're going to be disappointed with who catches the passes, who doesn't, who gets the touchdowns, who doesn't. Maybe more opportunity for the RBs to score points this year, missing Tyree Kill. Maybe they have to rely on actually passing to the running backs more. But they did pass to Darrell Williams a ton last year. People kind of forget that he was like sixth in receptions for running backs last year. So the role is kind of there to be had, hopefully by Clyde. But if not, it wouldn't shock anyone. Was Pacheco the fastest running back in the draft? I know he was one of them. I think slow. Uh, I think so, but it was like by point zero one mm-hmm. second overhaul and Walker yeah, or something. Yeah. It was like right there. I think he was actually wearing ice skates. Seventh yeah. round draft pick. <laughs> Yeah, he was described as like a a race car with no brakes. It was like, this guy is a a drag race car, pretty much. Mm -hmm. So not a lot of things working in his favor as far as like draft capital. But if they're going as far as put the seventh round draft pick in with the ones occasionally, it's just got to be more of a negative for Rojo, CEH, McKinnon. Yeah, it's a real negative for Rojo for me because Clyde came off the pup two weeks ago. He Mm -hmm. had some other injury, whatever. And they're rotating, but it's like it's probably Clyde and like Pacheco rotating with the ones. It's kind of like why isn't Rojo dominating while Clyde is out? Like the report should be Rojo like establishing himself as the RB one. Instead, it's like Pacheco sneaking in there and probably outperforming him. Mike, any uh, Pacheco info to add? He's worth a shot. That's another backfield that's a little more ambiguous than people think. Mm-hmm. I, I'd love for it to be Clyde. I'm still high on Clyde going into this year. I'm not really going to buy. Into to too much type off of somebody getting a couple of first round reps here and there. It's not like he's like, you know, the, the top guy. I mean, this is pre even preseason game one. I, I think that's going to be a bit overblown, but I do like him at where he's going in rookie drafts or where we've gotten him in rookie drafts. I mean, at this point, the rookie drafts we're taking, like the picks are kind of getting shuffled up more so than they were uh, earlier because we're kind of seeing what roles they're kind of building on the team. So he's kind of moving up and, you know, the guys were getting more and more wrong. I don't be moved further and further back. Yeah. Last year, it was Derek Gore against the Vikings in preseason that had like 200 yards and three touchdowns and looked phenomenal. Yeah. Just take it with a super big grain of salt. And he had, a, he had like an excellent like four minutes on a Sunday night or, or Monday night football game last year. And then he was like... Yeah, he ended like 40 yards. Yeah, and, then, and he had like, a, you know, thousands and thousands of ads. Yep. Okay, so who's going to be the go-to running back. I know there's been a lot of question about Jacobs and his value. I have a lot of Jacobs. I've been a Jacobs 
fan. I gotta be honest, like this week on Twitter, since the Hall of Fame game, I've been a little panicky. I know that's not uncommon for me. I tend to run on high anxiety. <laughs> it's my go-to. You get on Twitter and it's immediately, I'm like, oh my God, okay, Jacobs doesn't even play football anymore. <laughs> like he's obviously not any good. Like he played in this game and now I should just like, he's dead to me. So it's, it's easy to get kind of drawn into the negative feedback. Where are you guys standing on what happened with Jacobs? Where he stands maybe going into this season? Do you see him losing value? Or I guess talk me out of the panic-ridden state I'm in. <laughs> There's that one thing everybody says. It's like hold, except they misspell it. And it's H-O-D-L. I don't know. Maybe you can explain what that means to me. H-O-D-L? You know, instead of hold. Maybe it's like huddle highlights. Your brave heart. Like hold. Like, don't sell your stocks. Oh, sure. I mean, that was like maybe a big thing with like GameStop or AMC or something like that, mm. where people were like, don't like buy the dip or something like that. That's buy the still dip a thing. and hold. Yeah, I know it is. Yeah. But I can't talk you out of Jacob's like fear because he wanted a new contract, didn't get it. Josh McDaniel, Josh McDaniels, Patriot OC, subscribes to the Patriot way. Total failure of a head coach the first time through. Um, he could be looking to make a committee out of that backfield, more than likely. Jacob's looking for a big money contract, not going to get it from someone that believes in the Patriot way. So Jacobs is probably not thrilled about the situation. Like, I'm not going to get paid. Why do I want to play this year? And McDaniels is like, ah, screw him. We got 17 other backs. Yep. And I went out of my way to get Zamir. Zamir handpicked guy. Jacob's still there. Didn't pick up the fifth year option on Jacobs either. So a little bit worried for Jacobs as far as potentially getting traded. But let's say he went to the Falcons. That'd be awesome. Be awesome. So it, it's not like... Like, oh, the world is ending for Jacobs, but it might be in flux. Yeah, it's not an indictment on him as a player at mm. all for me. It's just the situation. And this is the same thing as last year. Yep, he's not old yet. He's an RB looking for the second contract, which is when it starts getting chancy for running backs. But there's a lot older guys you could be investing more in than you're going to have to pay for Jacobs, and it's creating a deeper discount for Jacobs. And someone I'm still willing to roster even if his ADP might take a ding here. Mm -hmm. But Zamir, I like him a lot. I'm really happy about my shares of Zamir. He, he did look good. That was one that you've liked from the beginning, mm -hmm. and you're like, this might be better than my Kayshawn Vaughn <laughs> shares. <laughs> my favorite Z White this class. <laughs> Zaquandre. Alright, the next one to touch on, maybe briefly touch on some injuries here. Yeah. The big bucks Kirk in Jacksonville, the man they had to pay to get him there, as Papa would tell you, is hurt. Like, they paid all this money for Kirk, and he's hurt. How bad is it? What's going on with Christian Kirk? There's no doubt about it. I'm ready to get hurt again. LaVisca Chenault. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, ho hope Kirk get a good recovery or whatever, but hope something opens up for LaVisca at some point, whether it be Marvin Jones, finally, uh, Father Time catches up to him, or... Jones of the Zay variety. Yeah, Zay Jones, hope he can beat him out, maybe. I hope so. If he can't beat him out, then I really don't think we have much hope left for him. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm just trying to chalk up, like, all of last year just to that whatever was going on with that coaching. He had, like, one touchdown. He had, like, 800 yards. Just, yeah. It was, like, the pit season. 
Okay, who else? Jakeem Grant. We got Jakeem Grant Ooh. with an Achilles injury. Achilles injuries are never good. Maybe opens the door for a Fuller signing. Ooh, that would be nice. Ooh, Fuller. Get him on a roster at some point. Fuller House. I think Jakeem Grant is basically special teams. So him rupturing his Achilles means either Demetric Felton or Anthony Schwartz picking up some punt return, kick return duty unless it's some non-offensive player picking up those duties. Or if they pick those... May the Schwartz be with you. Mm-hmm. If they pick up those kind of duties, it might open up for a signing. Mm-hmm. Like bringing OB- OBJ back or signing for. Possible now that Baker's gone. Now, if OBJ comes back, when is he healthy? Week 8. Same time Watson gets to play football, maybe? Hopefully. I really don't think I really want any of those Cleveland receivers this year. I don't want Cooper. I definitely don't want Cooper. No. Pooper, Scooper, Cooper, out. Iowa keeps trying to send him to me because I used to like him. And I'm like, yeah, I, I I do not want Cooper at 28 years old with a full season of Brissette. Like, that's what I'm looking at at this point. Sleeper, if you're listening, <laughs> your likes from last year carry over to the next year. Yeah. And a lot of times these managers don't like these players anymore. I'm like, wait, why does he keep sending me him? Like, why? I was like, dude, I just went <laughs> off the couple people you had liked on my roster mm-hmm. just trying to send combinations. <laughs> like, honestly, I don't care who I'm selling. I'm trying yeah. to get rid of uh, Overage. Oh, Cooper is one I got in that mock draft, and I hated myself. Like, I had to take a timeout for myself, and I was like, I mean, there comes a point that it's kind of silly not to draft them. Like, they fall so far that you're like, all right. I mean, I just have to take him because it's stupid not to. I hated myself. I hated myself for it. Is it? I don't know, Mike. I just, can you just give me I this? I mean, I'm just kind of like seeing like a world where like Jacoby Brissett's the quarterback the entire year there and he throws for like 2,500 yards. Mm-hmm. And, and and like how many of those yards go to Cooper and then That's you got to split them up with running backs and like, and like tight ends and like four other wide receivers. It's like, where is this all going to add up to? Is this team going to be successful? Do I? Like sometimes it's okay to lie to me. Do I even want Chubb? <laughs> I think that maybe like the only Cleveland player that's not suspended right now that I want is maybe Kareem Hunt on the chance that he gets traded to a good team. That's a good point because I asked the chat, who's going to get traded first, Hunt or Jacobs? And it was overwhelmingly Hunt. We talked about it even before the NFL draft that it's zero dead if they cut Hunt. So it's always been an option that he could not be on Cleveland week one. And they went and drafted Jerome Ford as well. And then they put the reserve right thing on Dearness Johnson. Mm. So they've got other running backs there. Hunt is super expendable. Like Hunt could be like an instant like RB1 on so many different teams like for the year. Dolphins. Dolphins. Yes. Yes. Atlanta. Uh, mm-hmm. yep. That would be a good one. New York. Or, uh, I meant New England. Sorry. Yeah, New England. Texans. Yeah. Texans, yeah. Kansas City. I know it's not quite on the list here, but uh, I did miss out on a trade from Iowa like several months back where he sent Jordan Love for third and mm-hmm. I got the same offer. Mm-hmm. I was kind of bummed I missed out on it because really, what's the difference between like Jordan Love and Malik Willis? One was drafted in the first. Dude, it's just the time of year where I'm over yeah. eight players I know, sometimes. I know and it's like, man, it's not necessarily like I want to, but it's fair enough. So I send this deal and I'll just send it to everybody. Maybe Jordan Love starts next year. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I, I, I 
don't think next year. It's worth an investment. At this point, like, if you're talking, like, a future third-round pick, like, for him, he was a first-round quarterback. Worst-case scenario, you have to wait out a little bit if you have deep enough rosters and he signs a deal somewhere else. could be, like, a Jimmy Garoppolo situation where it's the second contract is just massive off, like, a four-game sample size. He goes somewhere else. just sucks. He's probably not eligible for your tax anymore. No. So he's eating up a bench spot now. Yep. But in your leagues, the taxis, you can move them all year. So it's mm-hmm. they're just extra roster spots with stipulations. Mm-hmm. So sticking with the injury conversation, a player who's actually coming off of injury that's interesting is Dobbins. So Dobbins is off the pup list. And I think there's some excitement about Dobbins. Um, how are we feeling about him? Some excitement. Especially because there isn't about Gus. Gus Bus? No Gus Bus. Aww. Gus Bus broke down. I've been excited about Dobbins since drafting him and then drafting him again in startups while he was on the IR and injured. And well, they're about to catch up yeah. to where you've been the whole time. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so everybody who was able to score Dobbins is really looking good. I think you can still score him. You can. Uh, some people are still high on him. It'll be a slow correction. But it's pretty exciting, especially if Gus takes longer to recover than like he's got like Mike Davis. Mm-hmm. Tyler Beatty. Yeah, Beatty. Like it, it's just not a lot there and it's a team that just runs all the time and that's a great position to be in. Yep. Even if he's not catching the passes, he can get enough volume there to just put up consistent big numbers week in and week out for you. I know training camp doesn't matter, but they're talking about how Lamar was thrown to his running backs. Yeah. Wow. I know it doesn't matter, but... <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> we're not talking about it, but we're talking about it. Try our best not to tilt definitely so we're so how about a bold prediction on dobbins where do you see him finishing this season rb 16 i was gonna say like right around 15 yeah like a mid rb like an early mid rb2 that's all i've ever thought he was ever going to be i never thought i never drafted dobbins or valued dobbins with the intention that he oh top five running back like that's not where i saw him i just saw him as being the first, the number one back in a committee in Baltimore, getting a decent amount of carries, scoring enough touchdowns, not really catching many passes, but just scoring a consistent floor of points every week. And yeah, so just like your yeah. consistency guy. Yeah, so like not like you know, like I said, like not like a top five upside guy, just that like that deep, really good RB two that's just like that for several years. That's that's what I saw in Dobbins. Nick, oh. you, what's your bold prediction? If it's got to be bold, it has to be bold. Yeah, prediction. Plays bold. Let's go games, bold. Finish outside of an RB4 and total points. That's the at least the downside mm. because I really like the upside of what you guys have described. So if like bold would be worst case scenario, comes out there and retweaks his knee. Yeah, it's possible. A la Saquon where it's like, I'm back. Oh, wait, no, I'm not. Uh, he does look good in like little film videos they put on Twitter and whatnot. So I am excited for Dobbins, but you know, worst case scenario, maybe he plays some of the games and gets re-hurt. The Linderbaum injury potentially does hurt that run game quite a bit yeah losing any hawkeye is always huge yeah losing a first round center like a road grader they call them a guy that's going to establish the run that too is uh tough and then mckay beckton in the same light for jets wide receivers is not good because it's not for the quarterback no henry yes were you the one who was saying you didn't think deontay would get paid i did not i did not either i also (laughs) said no Uh, uh, (gasps) henry uh. is wrong well, Henry. he did. No, he's just get paid substantially less. He's early. He's not going to get extended a second <laughs> time. Wow, this just caused quite the argument. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not completely. 
completely wrong. He's early. <laughs> he was somewhat clairvoyant because he followed up, yep, it was predictable that Deontay Johnson wasn't going to get re-signed. But then again, it was also foreboding when the Washington commanders, commanders drafted Dotson. Dotson. And that's what he said. So what happens next week? <laughs> He still got signed anyway. So I'm giving him credit. Appreciate that. <laughs> oh, I feel like that was a little bit of a stretch, but okay. We'll give it to him. Everybody likes the Fantastic Four. Not the movies. <laughs> yeah, the movies were not great. The Silver Surfer, man, that was the worst CG I've ever seen in my life. And I was like five years old. I hope they do those movies again and just make the guy that played Captain America the Silver Surfer again and just not say anything. <laughs> but Deontay like, only got two years guaranteed on that deal or something. So maybe you get two more years out of Deontay. Hurts Pickens a bit. Yep. Yeah. Or Claypool or both. Yeah. And Austin. Who? Who? Calvin Austin. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Pat Fryermuth. Please make sure you keep them saying that simultaneously. Yeah, that's going to be a job. It's going to be who? Who? All together now. Is it down the line good for Pickett? Probably. Because he's got a pretty sweet wide receiver core next year. Yeah. It's pretty decent for uh, Mason Rudolph. No. Doc Hodges. Let's just touch on a few last things and wrap this up. Seattle quarterbacks. I saw Pete Carroll being interviewed just a little while ago, and they were asking him, and he's like not committing to who gets the job, but any bold predictions for that? I think he was even, he even made a comment about something having to do with sort of like we're looking into other options almost. <laughs> I don't know if these are going to be our options. No one's alive yeah. for QB1. Ah, oh, Henry, steal my terrible <laughs> puns before oh. I get to say it. <laughs> Man, Nick is rubbing off on Henry something big. <laughs> as funny as this sounds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one. I do not know about that one. Scratch that from the record. Yeah. Good job, uh, Noah. Come on, you guys. <laughs> Like, it, that was like word vomit where I was like, oh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Henry's like, I'm not going to respond yeah. on that. Mm-hmm. It's too late to pull out. <laughs> oh, goodness. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> we did have a couple pull out weeks, didn't we? I haven't said that in a while. <laughs> Son of a... You guys can fire me anytime. You got to get us out of here and then we can fire you. All right, so you don't want to talk about Seattle quarterbacks? <laughs> All right, here's the Seattle quarterback situation. It's it's going to be one of them. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Oh, Mike is like, if I had to choose between them, I'd pick yeah, one of them. If I had them. to choose between them, I'd pick one. That really does make sense, though, because if you had Drew Locke, it's because you already had Drew Locke. Mm-hmm. Maybe Geno Smith you picked up in the fourth, fifth round of your rookie drafts. That's a decent shot at a starting quarterback. Yes. Like, these are just, you know, they're not exciting. Not going out of my way to acquire them. If they were on your waiver wire, you probably have them already. If they're still on your waiver wire, leave your league. In a league where I was stacked at quarterback, I was able to flip Gino and Brissett for a 24 second and a 23 third. That's a, that's a win. Yep. Solid win. I mean, like, if they are both the starter for the entire season, it's a break even. Yeah. Right? Well, that guy got a hell of a deal, and you just sold, like, like upside with, with and got rid of all of your risk with that and saved your roster mm-hmm. space that you needed. Like, yeah, if they were both starters, maybe you could have gotten more. But by the time they were both starters, you would have had to have cut them. Yep. Or cut somebody. Mm-hmm. One I haven't seen uh, Chisco talk about. 
<laughs> I was wondering if we were nice. If we were gonna get him in there. Yeah. Is it Gaskin and the Dolphin Arby's? The Dolphins Arby's. I was thinking about the Philly Arby's even more interesting to me. Boy, Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell. Oh, Jalen Hurts and uh, Kennedy Brooks. Top two Arby's. Kennedy Brooks, yeah. <laughs> One of the trades that just like stick in my head that haunt me that I did was a bad trade. I traded Marquise Brown for a Gainwell and a third. Yeah. And it's just like I've been regretting it and regretting it and regretting it, but Gainwell comes out and snaps this year. <laughs> it could make it all worth it. Redemption! Right. It, it can't be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. It's just, it would sink more of my Sanders shares and it would yeah. help me gain with the well shares. Yep. Oh, man. All right, on that pun. Yep, yeah, that, yeah, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think on that yep. note, um, let's, uh, let's wrap this up. So, as always, we thank you for listening to the Ranked Draft Trade podcast. We certainly hope we gave you actionable information to make changes, trades, Keep people, cut people, whatever you need to do. Fire them. Fire them, get rid of them, hire them, <laughs> acquire them. Anyway, we certainly hope, if nothing else, we made all of your fantasy dreams come true. You can find me on Twitter at NobleG underscore FF or on the Sleeper app at NobleG711, aka Knobleg711. <laughs> <laughs> Uppercase letters are important. Mm -hmm. Papa Bear, tell them where they can find find you. A little at symbol underscore Papa Bear Claw on uh, the Twitter. Usually did the login to go see things on there. And uh, <laughs> Papa Bear Claw and Sleeper. Henry Clark Kent Superman. Mr. Clairvoyance, where can they find you? At ClairvoyanceFF on Twitter and at Clairvoyance on Sleeper. And our favorite Iowa fan, Nick James, where are they finding you and this podcast? Doesn't count when I'm the only Iowa fan you know. <laughs> You're the most special Iowa fan. Oh, shit. He's got his hat on wrong. Watch out. Yeah, it's got the eye on it. Oh. To help you remember how to spell <laughs> Iowa, it begins how it sounds it might. <laughs> but you can find me at Iowa in the NFL on Twitter. You can find the podcast at Rank Draft Trade on Twitter. Thank you, Queen, for always getting us in and out of here so comically. I, I know you may only have one good leg, but... But, you know, that one left, though. <laughs> she, she kicked us out tonight. I have two legs. I promise. It's just I forgot to capitalize the G. It's noble G. It's not knobleg. But it makes for it makes for great questions. Mm -hmm. That one leg, though. That one pesky leg. Damn it. <laughs> All right. We hope you tune in next time for our Ranked Draft Trade podcast. And as always, we thank you for listening. Later. Peace. We're out. Peace out. Oh no. Uh oh.